You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping with your host, Mimi Footnip. That's me. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator, foot model, and you can get links to all my work and socials on my website, mimifootnip.com. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about pedal pumping, of course, and read listener emails and answer some patron questions and other little details. I want to start by thanking my patrons, Tevin, Matt, Joe, Jim, Reichel, Dirty, Michael, DBM, Not a Golfer, MF, Sheldon, Rayshon, and my newest patron, The Goat. Because of your financial support, I can put the podcast on YouTube now. I earn a fraction of a penny each time someone listens to an episode on podcast apps, but I get nothing on YouTube. I cannot monetize my YouTube channel because it's considered 18 and over adult content. YouTube has flagged me. I'm not allowed to get any kind of ad revenue on my channel. And I absolutely love doing this podcast, and I know you guys love it too, but it takes me like a full day to put together the podcast each week and in order to do that I need to take time away from creating content and working my other business or something something's got to give right and so it's because of your generous support of the podcast that I'm able to do this every week and now I'm able to put it on YouTube and reach a wider audience so I'm really really grateful to my patrons You guys are amazing. Thank you. And to everyone who listens on Spotify or um, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or whatever, that's awesome too because I do get a tiny bit of ad revenue. Uh, Like I said, it's like a fraction of a penny, but it all adds up. I think I've maybe earned like $40 since March. (laughs) So what, that's like 4,000 listens or something? I don't know. Anyway, it's not about the money, but it money is... A factor in terms of like the practical sense of my time and how I get to spend it so thank you I just want to thank you for making this possible and making it possible for me to extend the podcast to the YouTube world um, and if you're listening on YouTube and you want to support me but you don't want to become a patron consider listening on Spotify or another YouTube another sorry YouTube another <laughs> um, podcast platform and another thing this is random but I recently realized or discovered that some of you have gone in and favorited the podcast on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify I didn't know you could do that or I knew but I didn't really think about it in terms of this podcast and so that was really really exciting to me if you have um clicked the little favorite star or heart or whatever button um, I get to see that and that's really cool so thank you just want to say thanks Uh, if you want to become a patron of the podcast you can go to my website mimifootnip.com or patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast and sign up not only does it help make the podcast possible, but you instantly get access to extra podcast audio and storyboards and pedal pumping stories that I narrate and picks and little extra goodies that I drop there. And it's just the coolest community of pedal fans who are funny and warm and welcoming and just all around stand up people. And if you want to be a part of that community, go sign up. Okay, so... <laughs> 
Big thanks to the patrons. And to continue on that note, I want to start today's podcast with a voice message from patron and super fan Matt, who enjoys my content on Avian Stars and is a custom buyer. Hi, Mimi. It's Matt. Um, just wanted to say hello. Thanks. Oh, thank you, Matt. I also have a message from patron and super fan Tevin. Mimi, Tev again. How's it going? So here's a question for you. Have you ever been in the car with a passenger or passengers and the car wasn't starting and your passenger or passengers were pressuring you or giving you crap about pumping the pedal? Like, have they ever said, uh, come on, Mimi, pump it or Mimi, don't pump it. You're going to flood it. Uh, either situation. If that has ever happened to you, uh, I would love to hear all about it. I'm sure we would love to hear all about it. All right. Awesome. Later. Great question, Tevin. There was this one time gather around the campfire, kids. I'm going to get into storytelling mode. <laughs> you know how I get but before I do, let's take a quick break. Okay, so remember I told the story about learning to parallel park? Maybe I only shared that with the patrons on Patreon. I can't remember, but I know I went into a long and detailed tangent about learning to parallel park. Anyway... My dad had an old Ford pickup truck. It was like an early 1970s model. I don't know the exact year, but I feel like maybe it was a 72. Anyway, it had a choke and I didn't know what that was for. I had seen my dad pull out this knob on the dashboard and it said choke, but I didn't understand why or how it worked or like, I I just knew I just kind of had observed it but like we never talked about it and I never asked I didn't really understand or know about it so I just know that he would pull that out and start the truck my rabbit didn't have a choke and so I was at the airport with a friend and this was like a local GA airport not like a international airport my dad had a little aerobatic biplane and I was practically raised at our local airport here. So my friend and I were hanging out at the hangar and my dad and his airplane buddies were moving airplanes around. At the time, there were a couple of other guys who were stashing their airplanes in my dad's hangar. One was a cub and the other one I can't remember, but I kind of recall it being a low wing airplane. It was kind of like a jigsaw puzzle to get all three of these airplanes in there. My dad's airplane and the cub were both fabric covered so they were super delicate and they had to be really careful when shuffling these planes around so my dad's pickup was parked on the ramp in front of the hangar and my rabbit was there too because obviously my friend and I had driven to the airport and my dad told me to move the cars because another one of my dad's airport friends was going to taxi his airplane to my dad's hangar and the rabbit was actually fine because it was really small and where I parked it wasn't really a problem but my dad's truck was like right in front of the hangar blocking a little bit of the hangar door on one end and to get all these airplanes in you have to op like completely open the hangar all the way so he gave me the keys and my friend and I just like hopped in the truck and I turned the truck on and it was 
warm so it started right up no problem and I was feeling pretty smug in my dad's big truck so I rolled down the window and I told him I was gonna run to 7-eleven real quick to get a slurpee with my friend and he was like fine so we drove off and the 7-eleven was super close by um, it was like maybe a mile away it was not far at all so we get there we park we go in we get our slurpees and then we just like hop back in the truck and it had these big vinyl bench seats right and it was an automatic and I got in the truck and I remembered the choke and I remembered how my dad would pull out the knob so that's what I did and I turned the key and it just cranked and I was like fuck what happened so I tried again and again and then I started to panic a little bit and my friend suggested I pump the pedal and so I gave that a try and she was like no you got to pump the pedal with you know you got to do it and so she was kind of trying to explain to me like pump it like you know put your foot all the way down and it just I kept trying and it just cranked again and again and she kept telling me to pump it to the floor like pump it all the way to the floor pump it all the way to the floor so I tried again and she just kept telling me I was doing it wrong and I didn't know but I was like you know I was trying to act all confident like I knew what I was doing I, I <laughs> like my teenage ego right and so I'm pretty sure that I ended up flooding it looking back but I at the time I had no idea like what was happening and I just kept pumping the pedal my friend kept saying pump it pump it you got to pump it to the floor put it all the way to the floor and I was doing that I was as I was turning the key and nothing I mean I was just cranking and cranking and cranking so finally I locked the truck and my friend and I walked back to the airport and by the time my dad had finished up like hanging out with his friends in the airplanes and moving everything around I gave him a ride to his truck in the in the rabbit and he started it right away I didn't see what he did to start it because I was like in my rabbit and he just hopped in the truck and shut the door and started the rabbit start, sorry started the truck but he like he didn't seem upset I was really afraid that I like broke the truck or like I you know did something like I don't know that I screwed something up and I was kind of afraid he would be upset because he like hated working on all of our cars my dad kind of like my boyfriend had a Volkswagen Scirocco that was always breaking down and my rabbit was always breaking down and my mom drove a Ford Thunderbird and that was you know it was an 85 it had some problems and so he didn't seem upset so I was like okay that was a relief and the truck started right up and that was the one time I drove that particular truck because kind of shortly after that he sold it so that's my story of cranking and pumping and flooding a car with a friend and she was telling me pump it pump it uh put the pedal to the floor and pump it so that's my story and I'm sticking to it thank you Tevin for your question I invite all my listeners to send me emails or voicemails that I can share on the podcast my email is mimifootnip at gmail.com and you can send me a voice message through my website mimifootnip I can know why do I always like get tongue-tied on my own name mimifootnip.com whenever I say the website name or the email I'm like blah, blah, blah. 
Send me a voice message on my website, mimifootnip.com. Sorry, that's my that's my other job alerting me that I need to teach a class. Go to my website, click the podcast tab, and you'll find a button on that page to record your message. So just click that button. I think you have to submit your email. I don't actually get your email. I just... You can put whatever name you want in there. You can stay anonymous. You can make up a name. Um, I I won't be able to know who you are. Sorry about all the chiming. That's my English teaching job chiming at me. <laughs> Sorry, it's such a distraction. Okay, all right. Now let's get into reader emails. This is the good stuff. This one says, hi, Mimi. I am Charles. I would like to thank you for your amazing podcasts and you seem to be very understanding and great to share pedal pumping experiences and etc. So talking about me, I have a desire of watching ladies struggle with their car cranking, stalling and pedal pumping. The first experience I have is when I went out shopping with my aunt. Her car stalled and she started to pump the pedal and try to crank up the car. Even though after a few tries the car fired up to life, it would stall as my aunt changed the gear. I saw the desperation on her face to try to start the car and she was wearing a skirt. So I saw her milky white thighs bouncing on the seat as she pumped the pedal to start up the car. This was my very first car cranking and pedal pumping experience. I wasn't aroused to my aunt, but for her actions of pumping the pedal and cranking the car. My second experience was when I got a lift home from one of my teachers. She was in her mid-30s and she looked so beautiful. I still remember she had a Renault R5 and she gave me a ride home. We stalled once at the traffic lights, but the car fired up immediately. Once we pulled up in front of my house, the car stalled again, and this time the cranking began. She pumped and pumped and pumped, but the engine just cranked over and over again. I heard the cranking and I rushed outside to see. So I walked up to the car and asked her, what's wrong? She opened her door and got out to check on the engine. I had a small peek of her yellow panty. She got back in and started cranking again and again, pumping the pedal harder each try and bouncing on the seat. This was my second live experience and this one was so great to watch. I am so glad that I am able to share these experiences with someone who understands this topic. Please include this in your podcast. It would mean a lot for me. Thank you, Charles. Charles, thank you for sharing. I'm so glad. You know, you guys sometimes will thank me for share, you know, being able to share with me, but really I'm the one that feels kind of I'm the one that feels honored to have your trust and access to these precious and very personal private experiences. So thank you for sharing. It means a lot to me too. This is a great story. It just seems like a common experience that an aunt, a a mother, an older sibling, like a sister, a cousin, a babysitter, somebody um, in the life of a young impressionable boy it seems like i haven't i haven't met a woman who had a pedal pumping experience as a young girl um but if if you're out there <laughs> hit me up girlfriend i want to know um it just seems like this is such a typical experience where 
a young boy witnesses um, some car trouble, some cranking, stalling. What is it with stalling? I'm curious because stalling seems to be a popular... Um, like I have that clip in the clip on clips for sale where I stalled my Jeep over 20 times. It was, it was like a real life thing. I just happened to have uh, my phone rolling and uh, <laughs> I was at the top of a hill at a stoplight and my Jeep, I couldn't, I just, it was stalling and stalling and stalling over and over and over and the light turned green and light turned red and then green and red multiple cycles of the traffic light and I just sat there stalling stalling finally the only thing I could do eventually I just rolled the jeep all the way down to the bottom of the hill there was like nobody behind me and I was able to just like put it in neutral and just roll back <laughs> and then like hang a u-turn at the bottom of the hill and go a different way I was like going to the taqueria to get a burrito I remember I was so hungry and so upset and so pan I was totally panicking because when your car stalls you know and I think that that might be Charles you tell me maybe you can follow up and send me a voice message or another email and let me know but it's like there's a certain amount I feel like in my lifetime whenever <clears throat> excuse me when I've experienced car trouble it's like there's a certain amount of panic and embarrassment and like feeling vulnerable and feeling very um like to me it's like like a mix of fear and anger and and pan excuse me I just filmed <laughs> my voice is really kind of cr like I don't know if you can hear my voice it's very dry sounding because I just filmed right before I started recording this podcast I filmed a brake failure video this morning and I was screaming and <laughs> I had myself all worked up into a dither and so actually look for that probably next early next week sometime next week I'll be putting a new brake failure video in the clip store I'm wearing like leopard print espadrille wedges in that so and it's in the BMW and yeah look for that and you're welcome to send me feedback on it as well <sighs> anyway Charles back to you I feel like um, the stalling definitely creates that sense of like fear and panic and oh my god and embarrassment and also this embarrassment of like I'm holding up I'm holding up the parade like people are honking at me people are driving around me some people are shouting at me it's this panic of like I'm fucking up and everybody's watching and I'm super embarrassed to be in the situation and I hate feeling incompetent if there's one thing that like ugh. I just hate that like vulnerable, exposed, embarrassed, incompetent feeling when I can't get my car to do what I want it to do, you know? So there's all of that and and there's this fear of like, will it stall again? And will, I have a story actually, uh, this is going to be a long podcast, everybody. Um, well, maybe not, but... Uh, so last weekend my boyfriend was in town 
he's been living out of state this whole entire year since January, but he came back briefly for a wedding. His friends were getting married and I had this idea that we should take the Jeep to the wedding. I was having a lot of like social anxiety because I hadn't really socialized since this whole pandemic thing happened. So it's like, I'm going to a wedding with a whole bunch of people and we're going to be eating food together. And, and like, I don't know, I was just having some anxiety about it. So I said, you know what? I think what would really make me feel more comfortable and just kind of help me a lot is if we take the Jeep to the wedding. And he's like, are you serious? We're going to, you know, we're going to be all dressed up. And I'm like, yeah. So I didn't film it or anything because it was like I wanted to drive to the wedding and chat with him and not have our personal conversation on film. But I was wearing a dress and like high heel, like stiletto high heels. And he was wearing a suit. And so we're all like fancied up, had my hair done. And we're all fancied up in the Jeep <laughs> and we're driving across town. It's like probably 30 minutes and um, we're in our neighborhood and I'm pulling out into like kind of this main street where actually the road rage happened the other day. I on a couple podcast or two ago. I talked about uh, I had a little recording of some road rage where I told someone to fuck off. We're on that street and I was pulling out onto that street and there was a car coming and I thought, I'm going to gun it and I'll totally make it. And because I was like pulling out and like turning left. And in the BMW, I peel out there all the time. Like I just gun it. And the BMW is fast. It has tons of power. It's, you know, a totally different animal than the Jeep. And so I gun it. And as I gun it, it just stalls. Like it lurches out into the road, like just enough for me to like be blocking the entire lane and then dies. And my boyfriend's like waving at the people like, oh, you know what? I just realized it wasn't when we were going to the wedding. We were going hiking and I was wearing like my Lycra hiking pants and flip-flops and he was filming it. Oh my gosh, you guys, he was filming it. Okay, so like this was after, like the day after the wedding, we went hiking. I don't know why I got this mixed up with the, with the night of the wedding. No, I actually have this on video and he is filming from the passenger seat and he's like trying to like signal to the person in the car that like I've completely cut off and is hopefully going to like, you know, hit the brakes and not crash into us, which they did kindly. They didn't crash into us, but I feel really stupid that I mixed up my stories, you guys, but okay, you know, I'm not perfect, but so he's like trying to signal to the, to like the car, like, you know, she stalled it. You know, you're going to have to stop, like stop, stop, stop. And I'm shooting him this dirty look like, don't you dare fuck up my video. Like, don't be, you know, talking to the other car and like waving your arms around when I need you to be filming. And so it actually, um, 
when I reviewed the footage, I think he did a really good job. It was the first time that he's filmed in the filmed me driving the Jeep in the passenger seat. And I think he did a really nice job of like, um, from that point of view, like getting my feet on the pedals, getting my hands on the steering wheel. Um, when I stalled it, you can see that like, you know, that I'm turning the key and trying to get it to start again. Um, I was able to get it to start. Um, and I was able to drive off and we were able to go hiking we did a nice two hour hike, but, uh, it was, it was stressful and I was embarrassed because now I've got my, my man in the, the seat, the, the passenger seat filming me and I'm stalling the Jeep in the middle of the road with oncoming traffic, thinking I could be a badass and like gun it out, <laughs> gun out into the <laughs> road and like, oh my God. So anyway, I apologize for mixing up my stories. The the wedding the wedding story um, it was really fun driving the jeep, but um, driving home it was it was kind of it was dark and it was cold, and so I was like, oh, this this part isn't so fun. But like driving out to the wedding and showing up in our fancy clothes in the jeep was was really a whole lot of fun. Oh, so. Yeah, I think I might put that Jeep um, stall in the Clips for Sale store, the Clips store. I'm studio number 159169 or just search Mimi Footnip at clipsforsale.com or go to my website and I've got links to my Clips store. Um, but yeah, I feel like maybe that would be a fun video just to upload there. Um, I, I'll definitely put it on OnlyFans and Clips and sorry, OnlyFans and Avian Stars. If you are subscribed to me on Avian Stars or OnlyFans, thank you. I always talk about my patrons and thank the patrons of the Pedal Pumping Podcast because my patrons directly support this podcast. But I also really owe a huge debt of gratitude to all of the many, many, many folks who subscribe month after month after month um, and tip me and send me gifts. I mean, you guys are amazing. My OnlyFans and Avian Stars subscribers, you guys are incredible. You get, you know, you're the, you're the people that support my content. Also, those of you that buy clips in my clips for sale store, thank you. Um, I feel so lucky that I get to do this and, um, yeah, and I, I'm really, really trying hard to create as much content as I can. And I'm, you know, looking at ways that I can do this more full time and scale back the English teaching business so that I can really devote more resources, you know, not just time, but also put more money in my pedal pumping. Um, I just bought a new GoPro, the GoPro 10. So I'm super excited to be filming with that. Um, and I've got, uh, the horror pedal pumping, cranking horror video up in the clip store. It's like, I think right now it's my number one selling video. I'm really proud of it. So if you've bought it, thank you so much. If you haven't go check it out. It's, I have a preview of it on YouTube. Um, what else do I want to say before we wrap up today? Um, 
I guess I just want to thank everyone for listening, for, for writing me emails, for telling me stories. I also want to say a huge thank you to fetish author Jim Shu. He's also a patron of the podcast. He's been writing amazing stories. Um, there's a like a kind of a Halloween horror creepy story that I just narrated and put on um, Patreon for my patrons. It's also on my website. Uh, it, it's just in the written form. You can read it on my website on Patreon. You can hear me narrate the story. But I just also want to say thank you, Jim, for all of your awesome contributions to the Patreon community. And um, it's really fun to work with you. Yeah, just uh, a lots of lots of thanks and gratitude this week, you guys. And whatever you do, just do more of what you enjoy. Buy yourself a pedal pumping video this weekend for me or from any model or studio that you love. Spoil yourself. You deserve a little spoiling for having been blessed with a pedal pumping fetish. You are so lucky. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>